Hey, you know what the hip do thing is? <laughs> <laughs> no. It's manga. <laughs> At least you didn't say sports this time. It's sports. Hello, welcome to our sports podcast where we're totally not doing the same joke again. <laughs> At all. They're coming to get you. This, <laughs> the joke police is like, cut it, <laughs> cut it, you're done. We're pulling you <laughs> off this thing. <laughs> You get the cane. That would be painful. That'd be real painful. Them pulling you off stage with a cane? Yeah. I mean, it depends on how much force they do it with. Well, they do with and how of... how large the cane is. It would like, have to be pretty large. Yeah, I mean, the hoop has to be pretty pretty substantial to circle around a human. Welcome to our podcast about the physics of canes. <laughs> That's what we do here. Mm-hmm. JK, JK, LOL, LOL. LOL. This is everyone's favorite podcast this season. Let me check up OVA. If you say that fast enough, it sounds like you're going OVA. OVA. <laughs> this is episode 71. C. No, we didn't do like a 71A or a 71B, so it's going to be 71C. <laughs> Getting a little too hard, too far ahead of ourselves there. <laughs> uh, this is a podcast where we have conversations about manga, anime, and video games. I wonder what we're going to be talking about today, Jared. Video games, clearly. Very clearly. <laughs> Hello, I am published author Jared. Oh my god. <laughs> Told he you I was published. going to be a, a jerk about that. <laughs> you got published twice, twice. in the same twice. day. Twice. It's the dumbest Amazing. thing. Like, what the Amazing. heck? I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I really do appreciate it. That's um, that's cool I'm, kid and Ladium. I'm a loser. Soon to I'm be published and Ladium. Nah. Yeah. Nah. So, yeah, I I got published in my school's journal for a paper I wrote about the Raiders of the Lost Ark score. Which... Somebody made you watch. It's true. If it wasn't for you, that would this this whole thing would not happen. So <laughs> I have a lot of thanking to you for for that. And then also today, which you, you can go you can go find that out and find this now. Uh, I wrote a piece for Crunchyroll mm-hmm. <laughs> about Caligula, and uh, mostly just about the previous writings of Tadashi Satomi, which basically was just me talking about Persona One and Two. <laughs> which yes. It's what a weird thing. You Today's know, been a weird day. <laughs> it has been a weird day, and I also had a moment of thinking about Indiana Jones because you had your Raiders thing this morning mm-hmm. that I was teaching class, and I was like, you know, if somebody like if a student wrote like that they loved me on their eyelids, I would never notice it. <laughs> and he has glasses in in that part too, so like he he's really got a. To get a gander there. That's why he, like, he stops for a second. He's like, is, is, that what, is that what I think it says? Hmm? Yeah, it's... I would never notice that. You're lucky. So. It would be like someone in the back of the class and you'd just be like, I, nope. Shrug shoulders. Shrug shoulders. <laughs> I mean, I've peaked because I already have like the chili pepper on Rate My Professors. So like, there's nowhere to go but down from here. Yeah, everyone knows Al's very spicy. <sighs> The spiciest professor. I almost spit out my water. 
that would have been a, a great podcast where I completely just ruined another microphone of yours. <laughs> and my computer. And your computer. <laughs> <sighs> We're going to talk about some manga today. We are. And not Indiana Jones. I mean, and not how Jared is an accomplished published, published author. Twice. Published author. Hey, how long do I have until I can put that in my Twitter bio? <laughs> uh, immediately. God, I feel like that's that's where I'm that's where I'm pushing it too far, being like just a <gasps> smug jerk about it. <laughs> uh, what a f- weird day. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, like Alice said, we're going to be talking about manga today. We're going to be talking about the Your Name manga adaptation, which we've already discussed this film, or at least the film in in depth. A while back on an episode of this so if you want to prep yourself for that like you could go listen to that we're not going to basically rehash the entire story we might just like talk about some things here and there but mostly we're going to discuss like the way this has been adapted uh the differences between mediums or as they say media because it's the plural form i'm a published author <laughs> <laughs> And just, like, the cool things that, you know, manga can do specifically within its own format that can, you know, enhance a story. And just, and just as, as well as, you know, how the story can can change from one form to another and still maintain its structure. The, gra- the gravity. And, yeah, and the gravity of it. Yeah, that's that's a good way to put it as well. My chair's squeaking. <laughs> it's a weird day. Welcome. It is a weird day. There's a motorcycle going by or a really loud car because someone needs to compensate for something. <clears throat> wow. 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 <laughs> what? No, what? you're not you're what? not wrong. Uh let's let's talk about let's talk about this manga. This was originally released. Uh, May 2016 and then ran up through January 2017 in Japan. Uh, here it's a little bit different. It ran, it started, or the first volume came out in June of 2017, and the latest volume just came out recently, like last week. Yeah. So April 2017. Uh, the second volume came out like in September, September, October. Uh, I think it was December because I got it at my mom's house. No, it might have been September or October because I was also at my mom's house in October. I don't know. I it was one of those. Year was a bit of a blur for me. And also, like they they did delay, I think a couple of these, so that would make yeah some sense. Does it say November? Okay. November. So we were both wrong. Because I remember I read it at the same time as I read the the other side novel. That makes sense. But yeah, like the, I think the third volume was originally supposed to come out like a month ago, but they got pushed uh-huh. back a little bit as well. So those are a thing. But yeah, these are these are all out. If you want to pick them up, they're you know they're relatively cheap for manga standards. I think like they're on average like ten bucks a pop, which I guess that's cheap. I don't know. It's not bad. Yeah, I think most manga volumes these days run around that price, but usually you can wait and get them. A little bit cheaper. 
the list price is $13, according to the back. That is true. They are rated T for teen for language, even though there's a straight up there's nip in nip. this. There's a straight up nip. Yeah. yeah, straight up nip. Well, I guess not straight, straight up nip. It's just like it's it's there, that's, but they try and hide it, nip. but they don't They do not do a good job of hiding it. No, that that's a nip. That's straight up a nip. Yeah, I mean, I've seen some nipples in my day, and I know what that's <laughs> I would hope like. you that, have. That is a nipple. Uh, so, so yeah, this is a straight up retelling of the entire story. Yep. Nips involved and everything. Yep. Not much real difference between two, or at least like a lot, not a lot of like cha- like drastic changes or anything. There's a few like expansions of scenes here and there, mm-hmm. but it's not like the uh, five centimeters five centimeters per second one where they add like an entire epilogue to it and everything. So. Um, honestly, I'd say that it's more similar because of like the expansion bits to the actual novelization okay. of the movie. Um, because there are scenes that get a little bit more like detail in, right. the, in the manga than the movie. And it was the same way in the novel. So I think it, it would make to me, it makes sense to say that it's more similar to that. Which that is something I haven't read. And that is something you have read. So that'll be your expertise to, yeah. to pop in and be like, hello, I knew this thing. Yeah, I've, I've read. So let's clarify for a moment. Um, I'm welcome to clarification moment. What? About <laughs> excuse me. I'm psycho about this. Like, I've legitimately. What have I bought? I bought all the manga. I bought the novel. I bought the other novel. I bought the uh, little like cute Nendoroid figures, and then I have like the actual statues now. And the and the 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 expensive limited edition of the movie. I have that too, and I've also cosplayed. That's true. <laughs> so it's it's a thing. Um, I have a problem, and uh, I will say though that I still find it impressive that like I keep continuing to to get media of this, and every single time I still cry. Like <laughs> it, it's it's literally that meme of like if you cry every time, like that's me when it comes to your name. Like I cry every freaking time. Which I mean, I think that's a strength of the of the story itself that I can go from movie to light novel to manga, and it still holds up each every, each and every time, and can resonate those emotions within you mm-hmm. when going from one to the other to the other. Yep. 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 So obviously, you know, with the manga, no writing changes. They still credit Shinkai for. The story, uh, the art is by Ranmaru Kotone, who, according to this credit page I have up right now, has done a few things in terms of, like, manga adaptations. And it's basically, that's it. Like, it's a lot of manga adaptations of a, of something. So, like, they did the Blood Sea manga, which Blood Sea's a, Blood sea's a bad show. <laughs> oh, boy. I mean, unless you want to watch, like, you get off on extreme amounts of gore. Like, maybe you won't watch. Uh, they did a, a Haruhi anthology. Uh, they did a a manga of Red Data Girl, and then they did the manga for the the girl who left through time uh, manga adaptation. So that seems could be like their bread and butters. That like, hey, we're gonna do adaptations. Which, granted, you know, the art for this is is pretty good. Like, yeah, it's it's pretty. Pretty, really good. Yeah, P- 
pretty really good. That's that's yeah. exactly how you say it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, like I've seen better art, but it's it's serviceable. Like there's detail where you want it. It's not like haphazardly drawn in places. You know, it gets across the scenes that you'd want to get across in a way in in this format, and it it still works fairly well. So, and I mean, I think that that is a good thing that the artist really does put in a lot of detail that you wouldn't really expect. Yeah. Um, and, and that's a good thing because the movie was so visually stunning. So you kind of need that, that same visual fidelity, especially since this is a, a visual format. If you didn't have that, that would definitely be a step down in terms of, you know, creating an adaptation. Mm -hmm. Which there is one scene in particular that I want to talk about, but I don't know if I want to talk about it right now, but it does have to do with the art. Oh, We'll probably get there in just, like, the tiniest bit. I wanted to mention, firstly, though, that, like, I think immediately they, they, the, the very, very beginning of this is slightly different, if I'm remembering correctly. It's been a while since I watched the film. But it's, like, it basically starts on the, on when the comet's coming down. Mm-hmm. And gives you a brief glimpse of both characters before transitioning into, like, the story itself. Unless that's in the film, and I'm just misremembering. Um, I don't remember that being in okay. the film. Um, like they they do that later where they show him watching the comet, but um, no. But basically, once you get past that, like it, it's a kind of like a, a brief tease of things, and then it's like here's the story proper. Here's where things go down. Here's here's your nip. <laughs> here's your nip. Wow. <laughs> it's right there. It immediately, is immediately. It, it, it is. It is pretty much right there. Uh, what, what was the scene you wanted to talk about? Um. So, I know that I talked about this when we talked about the movie, but I think one artistically detrimental, and I know that it would be difficult to portray this in a manga, um, is the scene where he's like getting the flashback of like Mitsuo's life. Oh right, yeah. Um, in, in the cave thing after he's done the, the sake. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't translate as well in the manga. Yeah. I think, though... It would be hard to translate that the way that it was done in the film. Right. Period. I think they do a decent job of of basically maintaining that, hey, these are flashbacks because there's a... Let me make sure yeah there's a there's a distinct difference between these panels and the other panels that precede is that like the uh the borders between each frame is all black mm-hmm. compared to everything else which is there's there's the normal white border in between which i think that's a subtle way to get across that like hey these are flashbacks you're seeing this isn't necessarily what's happening uh in the concurrent time and get and gets across that, like hey something's going on here but like you mm-hmm. said it's it's very hard to do like flashbacks of these natures and this sort of format and they kind of try to do it with like, like showing uh Taki here and there intermingled within all these frames. But, but like you said, like it, yeah. it's, it's hard to do this. Well, and again, like that scene was so visually stunning the way that had like all right. the pastels and it was like kind of shaky in a sense. Um, Again, though, that that would be really, really hard to pull off in a manga. Like, I feel like 
that would have instead of like the first few pages being color which like that's how it usually is right. if they had done that part in color it would have been great yeah i i think i would uh i would per i would most likely agree with you there just but like like you know i, I mean i understand that they can't yeah. do that it's just um, one of those it, things it's financial type things and that's just how it is um it was just legitimately that's my biggest complaint about the manga and if that's my biggest complaint then we're pretty okay and i even like for me i think for the format i think it works yeah because I mean, they do enough different so things with it to, yeah like i think they do enough different things with it to make it seem visually different and just like huh. get across that notion like this is a huge flashback but also interconnected with this whole this whole scene i think they do some really bold uh choices like following that like there's the the two page spread where he's just like yelling her name and it's just a giant yeah. word bubble on the one screen and the next page it's just two pages of just black and I think that's a rather extremely bold choice because you know page space especially in you know comics manga graphic novels all that sort of things like you want to maintain the visual fidelity you want to maintain the story with a reader and just devoting two separate pages to nothing. Is well, and then the next pages are the chord. Yeah, that's a, such an extremely bold choice that could really go one way or the other if it works or not. And I think for this, it really, really works and, and conveys just like, A, the comet coming down and destroying everything, and that, may, that means everything's done. Yeah. And then also the next page showing off the chord and then that being the thing where like oh he's able to go back to her one last time like i think that's such a a fantastic bold choice that this thing does and they do it like a couple of times here and there as well where they do giant two-page spreads of like really really big moments and i think mm -hmm. that is probably this manga's strong suit is when they do those because they really nail when they do them and how they do them because you know you could probably do this a lot throughout where you show off like these giant like two page spreads of just like a singular art piece. And if you did them enough, like it would just desensitize the the reader to them. And anytime you do those, they're not going to be as impactful as like the first time you saw it. But with this, it's like, you know, they only do that a handful of times, maybe like maybe once per volume. And each time they do it, it's very, very impactful and, basically saved for like the scenes that really needed the most and i think it's such it's really really well done yeah i agree and um one thing that they did do really really well in this entire scene that we've been discussing is that you do um intermingle like you said they they show taki every once in a while but they also like very distinctly make sure to show his wrist mm -hmm. and so they're showing like that the cord is going through all these memories and or memories of her or whatever um so he's getting her past and I, I think that's really important since like the the red string type thing is such a a major theme in this that they just keep showing that like that's his attachment and also, Literally. And also prior to that <laughs> that's that's where they like they set up like he doesn't know like where it came from and all that so like it that's basically the one-two connection of oh here you go this is where this thing, this 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 is where this uh, is connected to, mm -hmm. and also they uh they do the black uh the black frame, um, 
another time in the third volume, and that's when uh, she goes to Tokyo to see him. Um, they did it once in the first one as well when he tries to call her. See, okay, there you go. Good visual fidelity choices. Good, good changes from just manga traditions entirely where they're not doing it a lot. They're doing it in portions where it's impactful and where it really, really works. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that's a really, really good point is that they, they really utilize those black pages to their advantage in terms of storytelling. Because even there is even a thing in the third volume as well where it's another like set of just double black pages, but there's just, there's just one word bubble of him yelling uh, Mitsua. But that's like well, just right before he wakes up again. Yeah, the one in the first one is um, it says Takikun, and then it has like the black on it. And again, that's when he's trying to call, it and it says the number is out of service. And then like the the big the big like the big two page spread of art for this for the third volume is like when they they finally meet at the at the crater. Mm-hmm. And like that's the moment you would want for that. Right. I yes. <laughs> like if you're not doing it for that moment, like what are you doing? And it I works so so well. The, the falling as well, don't they? Uh, is that in the is that which volume is that in? That would be in the third one when it falls. Let me 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 double check. I feel like I remember that, but it would make sense at least. Yeah, they do. And then more black space. Which also, that's, I mean, that's a, considering, like, this is the, the, the last volume, like, you know, doing that twice, I think, in this works, because those mm-hmm. are two super, super big moments right. within this. Also, just something I noticed, kind of, like, while flipping through this, um, there's, there's a couple of moments, like, right after, like, she, she finds, like, what's on her, on her, on her hand, what's written there, oh. where they do, like, a bunch of really tight shots on her like of her where she's she basically gains her confidence to go confront her dad and they work mm-hmm. so so well because you really like get like the feeling of like okay she's ready to go like basically tell her dad off tell him to go f- off and need to like she's gonna get things done whether he likes it or not and it's such a good good choice of like using that much frame space and, and especially just like making it huge like just like close-ups on her mm-hmm. yeah you can you can definitely see the determination there good choices good choices and so i mean like overall i think that like artistically it was a really good rendition of it like mm-hmm. again the one thing was a very minor complaint and given that that's the only complaint that i really have that's well, to, eh, I could have done without Nip, but... <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Yeah, um, that's just... Meh. Do you know if it's a guy or a lady or a team who does the art? I don't know. I don't... I'm, I'm really terrible with, like, knowing genderizations of names in Japan. Let me see if I can look something else up. I mean, it doesn't really matter. I was just well, yeah, curious. Yeah, yeah. Um, while you're doing that, I, I want to talk about how um, there's the one part where I was telling you about the notes that he has. Yes. <laughs> about her, which um, 
you can see some of this in the movie, but seeing it like in the manga written out, like you're you have more time to look through it. And it's hilarious because his notes are like really. His notes are about Teshi, a cult geek, dumb, good guy. <laughs> and then um Sayaka is broadcasting club quiet girl. Uh but then he has like a reference to her and says she's a shrine maiden question mark. Not many friends. Has breasts. <laughs> seems to be Shinto priestess. Dad doesn't live with. Sounds like her mom is dead. What the heck is this life? I like how there's like a bunch of question marks and like cross out. Don't get it. Don't get it. <laughs> it's so good. It's just funny because like there's a strange even I guess confluence of technology between the two that I don't know if I necessarily picked up on the, like when watching the film, but like just looking at these two pages of like the way they communicate is like, or at least through this part is like, he's, he has to write things out through his, through her notebook. And then obviously she has his phone. Yeah. Which I was just noticing, like his phone basically has Miss Pac-Man on it. It does. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I forget which volume it's in, but were you going to talk about Miss Pac-Man? I was going to say Bandai Namco made it big. Yeah, that's 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 a real Miss Pac-Man there. Um, there's also a part that I really appreciate, and I, I cannot remember which volume it's in, but um, it's basically like his friends talking about how cute he's been, mm -hmm. and I love that. I'm like, oh, his friends are like kind of crushing on him. It's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it might be in two. Yeah, here it is. Um, so it's got like art of him with like flowers and it's super shoujo and it says like you said things like oopsie i'm late i'm so sorry did i keep you waiting <laughs> like who are you my girlfriend god <laughs> he was cute off and on until a bit ago wasn't he so his friends were like oh you're adorable and i think that's great because you don't really see that much with, like, guys in media. Right. And, I mean, I understand that she was in his body, but, like, they don't know that. They just know that their friend's being adorable. And they're, like, rightly calling it out. They're like, you were cute, man. We're <laughs> happy to your cute side. And he's like, violence. What cute side? I don't have a cute side. <laughs> Another, like, minor, minor change that they did is during the scene at the like rim of the crater where I feel like they handled it a little bit different than the movie, but I like this better, uh, which is surprising because that's me. Um, where is it? Basically it's when, uh, when they're talking about her haircut and, like, in the movie, it, he basically says, like, he doesn't like her short hair. And he does the same here, kind of. But it shows him, like, looking off to the side and blushing, covering his face. And so, to me, it shows more that, like, he's not being, like, weird about her hair. Like, he's just, he doesn't know how to handle his emotions there. Yeah. And I like that better. Because, honestly, if you tell a girl, like, yeah, I don't like your new haircut. It kind of sucks. That's a little mean. 
Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Like, it, it definitely does seem like he's just kind of like, he doesn't really know what to say. He doesn't understand, like, the, basically how to, to handle that situation. And it, it makes him come off as less of a jerk. Yeah, like, him looking off the side and blushing is more like, okay, this is his first time really, like, dealing with a girl in this way that he actually likes. Because he had the crush, but they didn't communicate the same kind of way. Right. And so, like, this is a girl his own age that he's trying to... His own age, quotation. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> um, that he's, like, trying to figure out his feelings for. And, you know, he he's had this, like, trauma of realizing that she was dead and that he loved her. And so I feel like the blushy and looking away feels more authentic. And it feels... It makes me like Taki more. Mm-hmm. Which, like, I already like Taki. I think he's great. But that scene always kind of irked me. Yeah. So, um, I like this change a lot. What were you looking up? Oh, if you could find out anything about Yeah, the I didn't gen- find anything, so. That's nah, all right. Um, there was something else I was going to mention. Uh, I was going to mention, like, there's there's a couple of uh, brief additions to the, to the story that they do in the manga. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned like the basketball scene; they kind of expand upon a little bit. Yep. Um They make it clear that she was she, she, he as she was not wearing a bra, right? Um, right. Which is a big, big thing in the light novel, and it's an even bigger thing in the like other side novel. Like, there's an entire chapter dedicated to him trying to figure out how to wear a bra. <laughs> it's hilarious, um, but yeah, they they expand that one a little bit more that. It's not just like a quick cut in the movie. And then like once you get past the um the comet and then basically like right at the end, there's a little bit more focus on Mitsua here mm-hmm. than there is in the movie because I think it mostly focuses on Taki for that portion. Mm-hmm. So you get to like see like what she's doing, uh, like how she's feeling. You get to like get like a little bit of backstory like, hey, I was able to fix everything and then I went to Tokyo and I went to college and now I graduated and then I got a job and I'm still trying to find something. And then, like, she has this cool little, like, meeting with, uh, with, um, the two. Teshi and Sayaka? Yes, 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 yes. Them two. Which you don't get in the movie. Yeah, you don't get that. And, like, you, the only thing you get in the movie is him seeing them. Yeah. Um, but I like that one because, for one, it's a close call with him seeing each other. Mm-hmm. But, um, it was cute seeing her, like, with her friends again and seeing what she's been up to and, like, seeing. Like how she feels about everything. It it's I like that we got her side a little bit more there. And I like how she she takes them to the the restaurant where he worked at. Yeah, I think that's real good. Uh, but then like at, at the end, like you do also get like those moments of like oh he sees them, um you know, then you like you flip back over to the talkie side and you get basically all the stuff that happens in the end of the film. Uh, the, the one thing you don't get is that weird ambivalence of whether or not the uh, the friend of his is is getting married to the the girl he worked with because they don't show his hand. I was his, hoping there was hand. some kind of clarification on nope. that. And uh, we never will get any kind of clarification. It, it hurts my feelings. I I love that we get more Tessie and Sayaka though because they're great. They're so funny together. Why can't we ever see his hand? It's, it's a good question. Well, he only shows up at the end like once, so. Yeah, no, but still frustrating. Uh, and then also you get a little bit of like of Mitsuha being like, 
having her sister badger her about coming home and she's like Mm -hmm. i can't come home (laughs) and like her trying to maintain a social life but also being like i don't know what i'm trying to find so i can't really do anything and then that's kind of like where they have like their first like or they have like the 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 face-to-face on the trains and i think that's a really good a really good thing because like because even like going into like the the last couple of pages like it just seems like she's kind of more or less still monologuing about what her life's going through now that she's older and everything. And then it just like, bam, punches you because it's another big two-page spread mm-hmm. that you don't really necessarily like anticipate. I mean, you kind of do because you know what's going to come, but like the way they do it, it's it's different than what you're expecting. Right. And I do think, uh, I know I mentioned it with the, the Sayaka and the Teshi thing that they had the, the close encounter there, but then there's another one where they walk by each other and they look at each other like, wait a minute. Because um, that's, I think that's the same one that, or at least it's similar to the one they have in the movie, but they don't necessarily linger on each other like they do here. Yeah. And her sister's the one with the the pigtails that they show, right? I would highly assume so. Yeah. So that was cool to see her. Because like, she's she's well, I guess they would show her. They they kind of show her twice, I guess here. Yeah, but they show her older, and so that's fun, because then we get to see, like, what the family's doing, because they survived. Yeah. We like survival in this house. (laughs) We like and support survival in this house. (laughs) (laughs) That's a thing. Um, But I did really, really like that we got... uh, We got that side of it that we didn't get in the movie, is, like, what she's been up to. Yeah, I think that's that's it's very good addition to this. Like, it doesn't take away from the story at all at the end or anything, and it's good little bits of story that you don't get at all from the the from the film or anything like that. I don't know if it's in the the novelization or anything like that, but I don't remember it being in the novel. Um, and then you get the the last parts in color, which is nice. Yeah. Um, I think it's funny that her sister is like, if you don't find somebody soon, I'm going to start picking out your suitors. <laughs> like, oh my God. I I don't know. I was going to say I don't want my brother picking out people for me to date. But at the same time, like my brother's had some pretty hot friends. So I mean, would you want your brother to pick out people who are going to be marriage interviews for you? Because that's what she's I- implying. <laughs> Oh, I know it is. That's exactly what she's applying. Uh, I don't know. Like I said, my brother's got some pretty... I mean, that's a pretty big commitment to be like, okay, well, I don't know you, but here I am for an interview to marry you. It's a pretty big leap. Fair, fair. I, I would actually want to know, like, does this person smell after, like, a few hours <laughs> before I marry them? Some people just smell. It's not good. It's fair. I mean, like, you wouldn't want to date a girl who smelled, would you? I mean, probably not, but... And I mean, you especially wouldn't want to marry her. <laughs> especially, like, just, you know, out of the blue. Right. It's like, okay, my my sister has hooked me up with you, and now we're getting married. Also, you smell. This kind of sucks. <laughs> I trust my brother on that, but, like, at the same time, you're right. I wouldn't want to have somebody just come in. They're like, all right, I'm here for the interview to marry you. Like... It's a little much. There's the door. Thank you. Bye. Thank you and goodbye. Uh, but yeah, I'm like seek I seek other other potentials here. 
I think they wrap it up really well. Like it, it basically wraps up the same as the film, which of course it's going to do that. But mm-hmm. like you said, saving the color bits for this this moment in particular, it's it's smart. It's what you want. Yep. And it's a, it's a. And she's so cute in that that little panel where she's. <laughs> I thought so too. Like look at her face. <laughs> I love her. I like. I they make me so happy. Except for when I cry a lot. I mean, you do cry a lot with the series. I do. Like, I really wish I had done, like, a counter at some point of, like, how many times I've cried because of your name. Too many. And, like, my phone case is that now. Did did you know that? Maybe. Probably. I, I mean, I'm not surprised in yeah, the slightest. <laughs> my my current phone case is, is your name, so. <sighs> I have a problem. Sounds about right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, I think the only like the only thing that is kind of a detriment to these is that like they're these are pretty bare bones, basic volumes. Like, it's the three chapters, and that's pretty much it. Like, yeah, you're gonna get scant in terms of like even just translation notes. Like, I know volume one and volume two have those but it's just like a page of like yeah. little tiny bits. The third volume doesn't even have any of it, which I don't know if that was just because it got delayed or anything. Uh, it's also kind of interesting that like the only, the only volume that has advertisements in it is the first one. And then the other two have nothing else in it. I think it would just been interesting to see some like, um, I don't know, work in progress art or like just stuff like that. Some like behind the scenes stuff to get bundled in with these things but I would assume they're just like handling these the same way that they were handled in Japan so like none of that stuff would probably end this in those so it's just like bundle them together translate them throw them out there and that's one thing that always bums me out is that I love translation notes I'm I'm that nerd um so it bums me out that there's like essentially like here's the currency conversion and here are the honorifics and like really that's all you're gonna give me and like especially in the second volume they put them on the back cover yeah it's a weird place to put them and then yeah like nothing for the third volume so i guess nothing needed translated at all in this well i guess they (laughs) do do some things like uh in the frames in the in the the borders yeah they do do that where like the the like action words are translated and like the which, the uh, one where the marriage interviews yeah. like they translate that which i mean that's fine but like i don't know i that always seems a little bit i mean sloppy is not the right word for it but it just it doesn't look good i don't think yeah. just cramming that in there real small and snug well so. especially when you have like bad eyes like me yeah that's it, true it, it, it makes it hard to see that kind of stuff because it's so tiny a yeah. lot of the time it's like you're playing Dead Rising on a standard definition TV in 2006. Oh, oh my God, that's a nightmare. That and Lost Odyssey. Lost Odyssey had the tiniest text in the world. <laughs> of course, you're the person who's going to put that in there as well. <laughs> <laughs> why am I not surprised? You shouldn't be. I don't know why you would be. <laughs> it's me we're talking about. I guess the only thing else I would have to say is you have read the uh, the other 
the other light novel of this. Yep. Do you think they could throw together a manga version of that and sell like uh, an, ex- an extra volume for this? Or I would like if they did, um, especially because my favorite part of that is the backstory about her dad. Mm-hmm. Um, because... He just like generally in the movie and the manga comes across as kind of like a right. And um, when you read the other side, I, I forget what it's actually called. Is it Earthbound or something like that? No, that's a video um, game. It is. But when you read that, you get a lot of like backstory. <laughs> no, it, it, it's another side Earthbound. You're right. Okay. Okay. Um, so you get a lot more of like his past, how he met her mom, like came involved with the the shrine at all and um you understand a lot more of like where he's coming from that he's not just being like a straight up right that like there's there's reasoning behind the things that he's doing and um so i really really like that um and again if if they want to like escape from the like seriousness of that there's also the entire chapter of Taki trying to figure out the bra <laughs> yeah so um so there's there's levels of emotions you could go with, with for that yeah and I think that it, it could very easily be done and I would appreciate it because I really like that other side mm-hmm. um I still am like fingers crossed hoping that there's going to be another one but I don't think there will be because I wish that we had more of like Mitsuha in Taki's body like because we had that entire chapter of him trying to figure it out like it'd be nice having a chapter for figuring it out right uh, obviously Taki's not wearing a bra but <laughs> I mean he might be I don't know I think the only like detriment is is that like if they would have done that they probably would have done that by now because oh, now, yeah because the uh, the manga of this ended in Japan in January of last year, and I don't doubt I I don't think they've done anything with it since. So yeah, I know. Um, it's probably it's tragic. done. Yeah, but I feel like it it could easily be made into more material. But um, it's still worth reading. Yeah. Even in like actual text form. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it, it's it humanizes her dad a lot. And I appreciate that. There's not ever just like black and whites of of people. There's something else I was going to mention. Oh, uh, what'd you think about the cover art? Uh, like in general, or for an individual volume, or what? Uh, both individually and like generally. I think the the first and the third ones are are really well done. Mm-hmm. I think the second one's kind of iffy because it's a little strange. Because, like, out of context, it kind of looks really weird. Yeah, out of context, it does look weird. But I I, I think two is actually my favorite. Huh. Um, because you have, like, uh, his, his senpai, and you have his friend, and then you have him looking, like, completely dazed, and then you have her just, like, in the background. Right. Uh... I think that's really interesting to look at. Yeah, and I think visually it is very... It's it's different than the others, and I think it pulls it off in a way that if it was, like, a different color scheme, it might not. Mm-hmm. 
And um, that's another thing is that the second volume is really bright. Like if you look at the spines and everything, I like that a lot. Um, also, I think it is kind of a cool thing that like the first one thematically goes with it in the sense that like, okay, here's the two main characters. You're getting what's going on with these two throughout this, this volume. Then in two, you have the focus more on him because he's trying to figure out like, where is she? What happened? And then the third is obviously like them meeting up together. So like you kind of have an idea of like the shifts and stories based on the covers. The story, the covers tell a story. Well, yeah, but like <laughs> that doesn't always happen. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so I feel like it was actually really effective, but two is definitely my favorite. I think it's a good argument for it. Makes me appreciate it more. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just want to know if they got married. That's all I want to know. <laughs> You'll never know. I won't know. I want them to get married. And it's basically like everybody should get married. That's fine. <laughs> they're all taking marriage interviews. <laughs> no, they're not doing that. That's, no. I think like the long and short of this is that, you know, if you're a fan of the film, these are these are really good adaptations of that story. Yep. And prove that the story is very good on its own and can can survive being taken from a movie, implemented into manga with three volumes, also implemented into a light novel on its own, and it still work with each individual medium to convey the same story, to get across all of its points and also just let you get washed away and all those emotions as well. Yeah, man. I mean, I cried so much throughout like the manga and the movie and the novel and mm -hmm. like, I just cry all the time. <laughs> Only when it comes to your name, though. There are other times that I watch things and I don't cry. It's just this. Or I read things and I don't cry. It's just this. Your name makes me cry every freaking time. And not just because of sadness. There's happy sad, too. Or happy tears, happy too. Happy tears, yes. There, there's so many happy tears by the end of it. Oh, man. The first time I ever watched this, I was just a mess. <laughs> The second time I ever watched this, I was just a mess. I didn't even have enough tears to cry at Silent Voice because I had cried so much and I was probably dehydrated. Yep. That was a thing. <laughs> oh my God. Like it is, it is a real thing. Like I, I love this story. I love everything about it. Except for maybe the nip. Get that nip out of here. I just don't need to see teenage girl nip. Blur that nip. Do a better Let's job be hiding it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, it's just teenage girl nip. It's not really my thing. This is rated T for teens. Come on. <laughs> for language only. Language only. Where's the, the nip warning? <laughs> yeah, maybe that's something that we should mention is like, maybe don't read the first volume in public because of that surprise nip. Or just, or just turn the page really, really hurriedly quick go through that part because it's only yeah. a page yeah and the rest of it's fine so yeah. yeah except for the boob filling up but that that's safe enough for work <laughs> quasi safe for work 
QSFW. Yeah, I mean, maybe depending on your workplace. <laughs> like if if I read this at work, no one would care. But like I don't know. If you work at the government or something, maybe don't read it there. <laughs> the government. <laughs> I don't know. That's your go-to. Where do people work? I don't know. The gas station. <laughs> I think you can get away with it at a gas station. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where people work. Maybe if you like have a cubicle and there's somebody that can see right into your cubicle and they would like see the the nip there, like maybe don't do that. There you go. Yeah. Life tips. Or like if you're working at a, like a front desk at a library or something, people look at your book and you're like, oh, nips. Yeah, I mean, people have a variety of jobs. They do. That is the nature of the world. <laughs> <laughs> um, the. Uh, my job, however, would not care. So, well, there you go. Then again, I read all these from my bed, so <laughs> get, you can get away with anything there. It's true, you can. Well, do we have any final thoughts on this, or should we wrap this up? It good. There you go. the mm -hmm. The final word. <laughs> it good. It good. It good. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, they, if you like the film, you should probably pick these up. They're they are good adaptations. I agree. That's the final word. I would definitely say watch the film first, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's good advice in general. True. Just watch your name. That's really all there is to it. <laughs> and then you could go listen to our podcast about it. And cry with us. Eh. A lot. Yes. Well, that's going to bring us to the end of this episode. Signed, sealed, and delivered. I'm yours. What? It's a song. Uh, okay. It's a song. I, I know. I feel like we've done this bit before. We have. <laughs> Uh, well, if you want to get more from us, that's not songs. We don't have those. Mm -mm. Uh, Never, you, ever. you can go to com or sac.cool where you can find past episodes of this, like the, the episode on the movie of your name, where we go highly in-depth in that. Mm -hmm. Talk about the whole dang thing. And you can also find other podcasts on there as well, like Jared and I watch Sailor Moon Crystal. It's where we watch Sailor Moon Crystal. And you can find the season of checkup as well. And you can find columns and reviews on the site as well. Also, go to Crunchyroll and read my article because it's pretty cool. I'm proud of him. Published author. That's me. That is you. <laughs> uh, you can find more of Van Ladium at vanladium.com. She's got hecka cool columns and reviews on her site. Not published. I mean, those they're published on the internet. They are published on the internet. Published author and lady. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash anime checkup. It's where we do the Twitter. You're home for the most accurate Persona 5 the animation reviews. It's true. Episode by episode, all on Twitter. Mm hmm. 100% accurate. No faults. Mm -hmm. None. Zero. 
That's the rating so far. That's yep. It's a, a solid average of zero. Yep. Very scientific. Mm-hmm. Scientists come to me like, how do you get so scientific? I'm just like, guys, gals, fellow scientists. It all just has to do with Hifumi. <laughs> you just got to learn the science. <laughs> <laughs> Love the best girl and the science will come to yeah, you. Exactly. There you go. Uh, you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash SACOVA, where you can be like, wow, this is a great podcast. This is this is a dollar worth of my time. And that's how you give us a dollar. Subliminally. Subliminally? <laughs> <laughs> I can speak. Oh, boy. That's why I'm not a published speaker. Can you be a published speaker? You can be a public speaker. I mean, I guess if you have, like, speeches and they get published via various <laughs> forms of media, like cassette tapes, oh my MP3s. God. Oh, my God. That would be a form of being published. Okay. I think that counts. I'm gonna I'm gonna count it. Okay. All right. There you go. Uh, what are we gonna do next week? We don't know. Something. Ah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Shrug shoulders. Um. Next week's gonna be hectic. Oh right. AF. Yes. 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 Next week will be very hectic AF. Mm. Um. Yeah. We'll figure out something. Yeah, it, it most likely will be very chill <laughs> to compensate for various <laughs> various outstanding <laughs> factors in the real life. Yeah. So we'll we'll come up with something that'll be pretty chill and easy, but also very fun because that's what we bring. We bring the fun. We do. I think we're fun. I mean, I'd hope so. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I look forward to something cool, fun, jamboree next week. 